Transient mic. Write, record, preserve. Rolling. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic for tricks. So yeah, I mean, that song I wrote about my first experience hiking through the Grand Canyon, it's one of my favorite places in the world. I love it. You could either take it literally in the sense of, you know, I've got a hike, I'm I'm feeling tired and dead, and i got to get out of here. You know, no one else is going to do it for me because there's signs, you know, on your way down into the canyon saying uh, down is optional, up is mandatory. And then the other kind of way is how I like to look at the song is in life's down parts, you are the only person that is going to be able to get yourself out of there. So that was kind of the vibe, like, no one's going to do it for me. I have to do this. Brother Golden Hair is a gift to the Austin music community. Formerly the band leader of the musical group The Coordinates, he now helps other musicians bring their music to life as a co-founder of our nonprofit organization, Transit Mike. In this episode, he performs as Sun Comes Up and Life is Pretty from his new EP, Life Goes On. All right, we're here, Transit Mike. If you hear that guitar, Mr. Jeremy, my co-founder, Jeremy Fowler, is in the studio today. We're going to feature him and talk about his the trajectory of his career and what he's been able to do. How's it going, brother? Oh, Golden hi. hair? I feel weird being on this side of things. Usually I'm, I'm in the control booth. When I say control booth, like that means behind you, um, pushing faders up and down. Yeah, riding the levels. And that's what's cool. It's nice to have you here, man, because we talked about doing it. It's something that, you know, you're, you're working on an EP and we're, and you've been mixing it for like how long now? We don't talk about that. <laughs> how long have you been mixing here's, it? Here's the problem. When uh, <laughs> an artist shouldn't be in charge of producing their own record um, because you're never happy with it. So yeah, you just I'm continue just gonna, to toil with it. That's the thing. One of these days I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna hit save. And I'm just going to put it out there. And that's that's going to be that. That's what we got to do because and, and we're going to feature some songs from the EP. And it's going to force you to kind of release it in conjunction with this podcast. So that's a good thing that we actually locked it down for you for you today. We were we were scheduled to do some other things, but you know the the life life goes on, right? And life so, does go on. And so we we made it work today in the podcast. So we again we're back at Silver Jacket Audio, and uh, we're having a good time. So thanks Ryan for having us back and. Uh, we're going to perform some songs uh, that you've been working on and uh, for some time. And I'm glad, I'm really glad that you're putting out this EP because I know you to be a very talented guitarist and even a songwriter. You were w- f- formerly with the Coordinates. The Coordinates. Yeah, yeah, that's the other name, the Coordinates. Or no, the co- it's, it's only the Coordinates when you've had too many to drink, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was the Coordinates. The Coordinates. And that was, um, you guys had a record, you were with... Uh, with uh, Rick Del Castillo, he was your producer. Yeah, that's that's actually how we met Rick, and now he's one of our board members for this work for Transient Mike. For Transient yeah. Mike, and it was really cool. It kind of all works out at the end, and that's how you and I met. The origin story between us. Yeah, was I, I creep. I was creeping on you after show, right? And I was like, "Hey, dude, I can film your video." It was funny because in one of our previous episodes, Chris Devore, that's how you met him, <laughs> yeah. and he even pointed out what. And I've said this for years. You know, it was. Oh yeah, you approached me after a show, and you're like, "Hey, I want to do a video for you," and asking me all these questions. I'm like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> but the thing with David is that he followed through. You know, when you know, you're playing a lot of gigs, um, people want to do things for you, and they, they a lot of people are talk. You know, yeah. Um, so I don't want to say jaded you know, is what you get, but you you become immune to people promising you things. That's and, true. And, um, I mean, I... you followed through, and that was. Uh, 
That was big, you know? Yeah. And, and people we, walk, walk the walk. And if you wanted to catch it out there, you can catch the, uh, the coordinates live at the Stinson Studio Sessions, we were calling it. So uh, I, I had a lot of fun doing it, you guys. And, and when I meet people, it's kind of funny, but I'm not afraid to... With the dynamic between us two with Transient Mike is you represent you're representing the engineering side and the audio and the musician and I'm out there trying to raise going to try to raise the funding and and make it happen on an administrative aspect and and so the two of us make a good pair and uh, I, I really hope we can do some great things with the organization. Yeah, me too. <laughs> man, 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 I hate that. What's the thing though? That's, it's the millennial. Yeah, the, the years between us. Like, man. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm right. excited for what we're doing, man. This is uh it's great what we're doing when I tell people, you know. Um, they're all on board for it too. And it's it's about the vibe that you and I have together, um, that I think people latch on to. And, and the, the vibe of the and studio. The vibe, and the vibe know? of the studio. So mm-hmm. so like with, with that note, let's 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 roll into a song. Which which one do you want to do first? Um, I'll do my long one. Um it's uh I call it the Grand Canyon song, but uh, well, we talk about. What the I don't expression. think that's the actual name for it. I forgot what the name is. Let's say the sun comes up. The sun comes up. I don't know, something like that. Okay, so this is. See, you have the EP and you don't have the title yet. Come that's, on, man. Hi, my name's Brother Golden Hair. What's up, Brother Golden Hair? Okay, so let's roll on it, Brother Golden Hair. You gonna get the mood? Okay, close your eyes. Close your I'm, eyes. I'm walking the Grand Canyon. All right.
was the only way to move You gotta stop feeling sorry for yourself and feel the groove So now I'll make my stance and finally take a chance on me So yeah, let the good times go Sometimes life takes its toll on you You know exactly what you gotta do Gonna rock this old canyon slow. Ain't no one gonna do it for me. I'm gonna track till I'm gone. See myself, just me in the air that I breathe. I'm gonna rock this old river slow. Go my head down on my knees. Cause I feel no way. I wanna spend my days. I'm gonna spend my days. I wanna rock this old canyon slow. Ain't no one gonna do it for me. I'm gonna check till I'm gone. Sing my song, just be in the air that I breathe. I'm gonna run this old river slow. Cool my head down on my knees. Cause I'm found the way I wanna spend my days. Just be in the air that I breathe. The air, the air that I The air, as far as I'm The Sun Comes Up, or a new one by Brother Golden Hair, uh, Life Goes On. Dude, and, and you know, that's a good song. You play, it, you play it for the crowd when we were campfiring. In fact, we were just at one, and that they requested it twice. Remember that? That was pretty cool, man. That was at Bones, Alan Bones' was... place. They call it the Pig Inn yeah, in yeah. Jonestown, and we, we had a fire going, and they were loving it. I couldn't tell if they liked me or if uh, the, the wine that I was drinking was telling me that they liked me. But you know it's cool. You know he, th- that one dude requested me to play it twice. It's like, man, I just played it. Like, let me <laughs> let me play some other well, songs. I'll come back. Because if, if you're listening lyrically, it's 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 a positive message, man. You're you're, you're out of steam. You're running out of energy. But you got to get out of the Grand Canyon. Is that the climb? And, and yeah, it's it's what's it's twofold, right? Um, so yeah, I mean that song I wrote about my first experience hiking the Grand Canyon. I've done it two two different hikes there now. It's one of my favorite places in the world. I love it. So you could either take it literally in the sense of, you know, I, I've got a hike, I'm, I'm feeling tired and dead, and i got to get out of here. You know, no one else is going to do it for me. Because there's signs, you know, on your way down into the canyon saying, uh, down is optional, up is mandatory. Right? That, that's a good one. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then the other kind of way is, you know, and in, in how I like to look at the song is in life's down parts, you know, you are the only person that is going to be able to get yourself out of there. Um, so that was kind of the vibe, like, no one's going to do it for me. I have to do this. And that's what, and that's what people respond to when they were asked to hear it again. <clears throat> I, I really always gravitate to the one line for me because, and I think that way, and that is, the sun comes up, I'm still alive. Yeah, that was mostly me, like, uh, wicking up. So this is, uh, if you want to get me to get hipster on you, you've never seen nothing uh, until you've seen the sunrise in the Grand Canyon on Thanksgiving morning. And that's, that's a true story, though. I mean, we, we camped in there, woke up Thanksgiving morning, and that, that line was about me just never feeling more sore in my entire life. But the sun comes up and I'm still here somehow. And, but, but that can also speak to a situation where you've been at your lowest point and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and in a depression, state of depression, you're like, oh, man. Crap, shit, the, the sun's 
coming up and I'm still alive, right? There's another way to interpret it. Mm-hmm. There's a positive and a negative to it, but, but it's pretty much defines me as a person, very positive <laughs> and negative at the same time. But then, but then you, you're saying, well, it's either way I have to get out of this Canyon. So it's, it's, it's really, it does make sense because you, like you said, getting out is optional that, you know, you, or what say it again. going down is optional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is mandatory. Up is mandatory. Getting up is mandatory. So you have to find a way to get out of bed, dude. And that's why I like that. That's, that's a good another, song. that's another hard thing for me to do, but that's a different story. Getting out of bed. <laughs> Man, that's that's tough. Yeah, I'll be texting you like uh, go straight to voicemail all the time. Man. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, cool, man. I, I like that. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about another obsession of yours. It, 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 and this is like you had the hipster, but you sounded more country when you were saying you were a hipster. But this is this is the more geeky when you do it. But let's talk about. Do well, you know? I was I was trying to sound like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you never seen nothing like <laughs> well, jumping my Lincoln. Jump. <laughs> all right, all right. No, but uh, tell me, uh, do you know of a band called the Beatles? Have you ever heard of them? Where do I start? <laughs> the ultimate geek. <laughs> you you know just about everything there is to know about them. Yeah, you know you know what we should do is um, what was that game? Trivia procedure. Yeah, it was like you hear the first second to a Beatles song. Oh yeah, yeah, song that was cool. We it. did that one night at a bar. Oh, it was freaking it's awesome. It's like twenty songs. You only hear the first second, and you got to guess the Beatles song. And he got, I think, a nineteen out, out of 20. twenty. Yeah. The other one was a really obscure song. I knew what song was. I just couldn't get the title. But, okay, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know what's good? Okay, so you know the geek <clears throat> that you are, you love the Beatles. But now we're taking it to another level. Now we're starting to explore the geek, the geeky uh, geekiness of the Beatles sonically. Now, what do you think about that? I mean. And by that George Martin going and, into George Martin, yeah, stuff, and yeah. and Rupert Neves. I mean, because mm-hmm. you're you're our audio engineer. That's your that's your role. You're, I mean, among the many that we have, but primarily you're exploring this world of of sound. How do you feel about that? In the way the Beatles relate to that, um, you know, the Beatles were an amazing, you know, they were amazing musicians, amazing band. But it wasn't just them. It was all the people behind it, and that's what we like to talk about. You know, at Transient Mike is is. Uh, it's a whole team effort, and I think the more that I learn about it, the more that I learn is, um, you know, a lot of people didn't know what the hell they were doing. It was just, hey, let's uh, let's try that. Let's hit record and see how it sounds. And if we don't like it, we don't have to use it. But if we like it, that's groundbreaking. And I think I like to take that <clears throat> that fun, creative side to things and bring it into what we're doing. Um, you know, because over time there are there are. You look at the audio world, and there's there's quote unquote rules of what you're supposed to do and how to do things, but those are just guidelines of uh, years and years of people trying new things. So if you don't try the new things, you're not going to know how to get certain sounds. And yeah, which is about cool. Musically, as artists too, it's the same way. It's a, well, really, with anything. And that, and that's where I'm starting to really get into the Beatles because I, I wasn't like the major geek fan, but I, I knew their contribution. And but now, understanding like you said, the team behind it. There's this whole thing that they were doing, pushing the limits, and like the way you describe them, looping several tape machines together to get this delay effect. To, and um, and I even heard a story where they said, "Hey, they asked Ringo, is that? Did you use that snare on the last? Uh, that's my best Liverpool. The snare on the last. Uh, oh, that's pretty good on the last album." And he says, yeah, okay, throw it away, throw it away, go with another one. So they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to... You don't want to be the same. <laughs> the same. They would even switch snares. So that's good, man. And I think that's the other thing I tell people when I meet uh, new uh, constituents or people that we can meet that transient mic converters. It's like, hey, man, imagine having somebody raised on the Beatles and understanding them. And, th- and now he's in our audio engineering room. And so I'm basically the Beatles. You're the seventh you're Beatle oh, thank you. or eighth, <laughs> maybe the 18th. I don't know, something like that. And, and then last geeky thing, 
that I'll share with the with the audience is that you and I went to go see Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. So me and Dave, uh, you know, my mom and brother came up too for ACL in 2018, and uh, we got to see Paul. We stood in front of that stage all damn day, and uh, it was worth it, 100. percent I was walking with you. I said, "Okay, I get it now. I get. I understand the Beatles." Like completely. He looked into my eyes. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, let's move on with another show. I was close enough to where he could have looked in my eyes, though. Yeah, That's yeah. how close you're, I was you to You were really close. To dude. That's close. Paul. And we, you kind of felt like this may be the last and only time I get to see Paul. The last but I've time. said that every time I've seen yeah, him. So yeah. you never know. You never um, he's, he's, on an, he's on another kick right now yeah. with his, his new record and uh, just touring. He's everywhere. I mean, yeah. every YouTube station, every night show. So. Cool. Well, let's get into another song, brother. Brother Golden Hair. What are you gonna share with us this time? I'm gonna sing a song that's called "Life Is Pretty." Oh yeah, that's a good one. Okay, let's do it. Life is pretty when you're going strong, when you write a song and you sing along, when you feel the words that move the tune. It's like summer in June, or waking up at noon, yeah. Oh, life is pretty when you're so far out, when you have no doubt what you're all about, when you finally know just who you are. It's like an open bar or playing guitar. That's right. We can take this feeling anywhere. Just as long as our philosophy will bear Oh, it's a troubled one I wouldn't be anywhere but here Oh, not anywhere but here It's pretty when you just don't care about what you wear or cutting your hair when you live the way you've always wanted to. It's being true, you're just being you, alright. We can take this feeling anywhere, just as long as our philosophy will bear. Oh, it's a troubled one I wouldn't be anywhere but here Oh, not anywhere but here Well, life is pretty when you write a song Yeah, life is pretty when you sing along We can take this feeling anywhere just as long as our philosophy will bear though it's a troubled road I wouldn't be anywhere but here oh not anywhere but here I wouldn't be anywhere but here oh not Life is pretty. Mr. Brother Goldenhair in the studio with us today. Jeremy Hi. Fowler. 
co-founder with me. And uh, again, it's, it's kind of cool because we actually get to talk about some of the things we haven't really shared with the audience yet in our journey, because uh, it's going two years now for you and I to try to get Transient Mike off the ground. And now we're a 501c3. So in February of 2017, we got our Texas uh, state nonprofit status. And then August 2018, I think we got our 501c3 status, which means people can donate and their contributions are tax deductible. So, and, and a big part of that was you don't you don't pay taxes on that. What's up? Yeah, and we got to really mention well, a big part of that was uh, by way of Tallow. That was a Texas associate, uh, Texas accountants and lawyers for the arts. Yeah, we used them when I was in the coordinates. Um, they're a nonprofit that help. Uh, yeah, they help artists and uh, other nonprofits in the state of Texas. You pay a nominal year fee and you get legal counsel and accounting. Yeah, pro bono. So for those of you who are looking for those kinds of questions, they're, they're a great organization. So that was – and Pete, Pete yeah, like Orsonio if, Even a, if you're not a – like if you're an artist and you need someone, some legal counsel and some contracts that you need signed or some bookkeeping or whatever, yeah. like go to them. Like they're – Totally I mean, there's, worth there's every, Ham, there's Tala, there's the, the Austin Music Foundation, <laughs> all those things. We've been, we've really been active. But I also wanted to shout out to Pete Orsonio, who's our lawyer with, yeah. uh, out in Houston, and also Chris Chris Vondergruen, who was our, our first one. First lawyer, yeah. Yeah, and and they made it happen. They really asked us the questions that we had to answer as a five hundred one c three. When we didn't know what we were doing, other than we want to record people. Yeah, we, we want to record people for free. We get excited. That's that's the way Austin is. But they didn't look at us like get out of the room. That's a crazy idea. That no, that's the thing. We they. I had some people look at me like that. Like what the hell? Yeah. But <laughs> how you do? How do you make money? Yeah. Well, it's a nonprofit. <laughs> so we, we're providing a service, and that we think that like we believe we believe that a, a nonprofit studio can help solve the solution of of of. Uh, a situation that we kind of broke by making music so free and available. It's hard for an artist to make money. I mean, you can you can attest to that as a coordinates. I mean, what was that like? You guys sunk some money into that. You were touring. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everything we did was out of our own pockets. You know, we, we played, you know, we had residencies in Austin at Strange Brew for a while and, and uh, on, on Dirty on 6th Street at uh, Bat Bar. But um, just like, you know, in another interview we did with Jeremy Slaminda, or uh, no, it was TJ. Um, he was saying, uh, you know, anything that you make pretty much just goes back into it unless you're like on another uh, tier of, be, of art, you know, the artist level tier levels of, um, mm-hmm. you know, being like a local band or a, a really popular band. Yeah. Um, I mean, in a sense, it's like you're putting all your money into it because you love what you do, but it's very hard to keep the band together in that regard. And, yeah, you're damn right. Yeah. Um, you know, at some point, you know, you go how much longer can I keep doing this? I, I think I was telling you the other day after that interview we did with TJ, it was, um, you know, we, we would, it's weird. Like we would be playing to nobody one night, you know, to the bartender on sixth street. And then we'd be on tour with those only boys playing to a couple thousand people in New York city, Manhattan, woo, big show. And yeah. then I remember being on that tour and going, well, I, I, I don't want to wake up cause this is just a dream, you know, like mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be back on sixth street playing to the bartender again and i love playing that bartender they would give us a lot of whiskey and coke you know <laughs> they we actually at that bar oh this is good great story yeah really short story here we go yeah, yeah. bad bar they they knew our favorite drink was whiskey and coke and that we drank a lot of it <laughs> so every time we'd show up at bat bar we'd set up our, our stuff and we'd go get our drinks and he, we would have our own individual whiskey and coke pitchers like like four pitchers on pitchers, stage yeah we'd have dude. our own pitchers because oh we'd be out there gosh. for three hours and you know, you could take a break on Sixth Street, but if you take a break, your crowd leaves, which means you're going to lose yeah, money. Yeah. So we didn't want a break, but 
That bar is associated with whiskey and coke to me. <laughs> I can't have whiskey and coke anymore, man. It's tough. The Dirty Six has as many stories in it, and I, I'm not going to share any in that regard. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's dirty. Let's just we just know that it's dirty. So, uh, well, we're, we should probably wrap it up because we can we can ramble on forever. But, but I'm cute. I want I want to ask you a couple of things because our last latest obsession that we've shared together. And it, and it, yeah, and it comes to an Easter egg. So I want people to explain that because it's gonna. It was something. If you listen long enough, you'll hear an expression, which is. Well, we haven't actually done it the last I know, couple episodes. But, but what's the expression? You get yourself a tape machine, you moron. We, and tell people where we got that Easter egg, so that uh, they know. Like, That's so random. Yeah. Well, Dave and I nerd out about you know, Mac DeMarco and this this, this slinky kind of sound going on and uh, what I call my hipster trash music. Um, I love it. Uh, I say hipster trash in an endearing way and an ironic way because I'm hipster trash. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you have to explain it, if you have to yeah. explain it, I don't know. You know, <laughs> these, these guys are, are kind of doing, you know, kind of what we're doing. They're, they they have, um, you know, they record with, with tape, you know, all analog, old school. Um, and, it's uh, you know, some people... When I tell them what we're doing and I tell them what these people are doing, some people think, oh, you're just doing it to be hipster, to be this way. And, you know, maybe that's true. But, um, you know, I found that, you know, this way of recording is completely 100% different than recording digitally. He knows. That's why he's picked up the four track. That's why we were geeking Yeah, out. yeah. So, I mean, these guys are recording tape and... I think it's the the most raw version of you know recording, and, and it doesn't hide anything, um, and that's why I like to do it. But there's this interview with him talking about you know he has his tape machine set up. He's like, oh yeah, you can hear this track here, and he's muting it and soloing things on the soundboard, playing the tape back, and he's like, yeah, get get rid of that Ableton shit, man. Just get yourself a freaking tape machine, you yep. idiot, you moron, you know. And, and he's so that, really, he's really, you know. <laughs> but he has a point there. He's just trying about it. He's, right? Yeah, he's trying to say, get, you know, get with the analog sound because there's a there's a creative filter. There's something going on. I there. think it's also about like why I try to I try to you know um, obsess and muddy things up when you can just do it, you know, and just just straight straight up just do it and and don't play with it too much. Like and that's why this whole freaking EP that I've been working on for myself is taking forever because it's like. Ooh, what if I try this? I want to try this effect. I'm it's, try and it's this. easy to do. Yeah, you it's know, easy you can go do. back and remix it a million times and never be happy with it. And when I, when I do the four track stuff, you know, I'm like, shoot, 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 done. You mm -hmm. know, with it's because it's it's done. You have to <laughs> be know. done with it. So exactly, you have to call it done. You and do and so I, much. I think this interview is done. I think we're gonna we're gonna call it. We, but we, I'm cute. Yeah, well, that's it. Might be your opinion. That's just like your opinion. Man. I got a face for radio. <laughs> So, hey, thank you all for listening with Mr. Fowler, the Jeremy Fowler, the brother Golden Hair. There's more to come in an EP release. And, uh, again, we want to we stress how important it is for you guys to, to support us. And, and by way of listenership, go to these shows, support the artists. That's one thing that's another major thing. If you're listening to these uh, podcasts, we want you to go find them and, and get out there and see their shows. And I guess the last thing, if anybody knows anybody who knows Mac DeMarco, tell him we want him on our four-track series. Right? Right, Jeremy? I'm about it. <laughs> so please, listen. Please. We're carefully crafted for that internet obscurity, just for that hipster trash. All right, we'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Life is pretty when you just don't care about what you wear or cutting your hair. When you live the way you've always wanted to, it's being true. You're just being you. All right. The sun comes up and life is pretty. We're written and performed by Brother Golden Hair and recorded at our Transient Mic studio at Mosaic Sound Collective in Austin, Texas. Brother Golden Hair's EP, Life Goes On, is now available for streaming and download.
Special thanks to Ryan Wilson at Silver Jacket Audio for recording this episode's interview. Podcast editing and songs mixed by Jeremy Fowler. Transient Mike is a 501c3 nonprofit organization devoted to the preservation of music and sound. Help support our mission by going to transientmike.org slash donate. If you would like to be a sponsor, contact us at info at transientmike.org. The Portrait Series is a production of Transient Mike. I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia. Thank you for listening. Sing on.